Good morning. Good afternoon, wherever you are. This is the transcript and audio of the video presented below. So we're here to talk about a winning mindset, and this is all part of Leadership 101, which you've received a copy of recently. Let's just go over a little bit of the history of this before we continue. Transcript of video winning mindset number one. Firstly, your team members lack mental focus. This is just a fact of life. The average person on this earth has a thousand things going through their head. They have a hundred objectives, they have two thousand distractions and they have you trying to get them to do what you want in a period of time in the day and isolate their mind from those things that are really probably more important to them, or let's say more squeaky well important to them. In other words, causing their mind noise. So we're, we know that we know that typical typical leaders have poor mental focus that they're focused on all sorts of different things in their lives too. And so what we're trying to do is understand the process of how do we get a leader to be understandable, to be quotable and to be let's say, follow a ball in a sense in, in terms of life. What we know is that it all starts with self-awareness. Self-awareness is the beginning point. It's not the end point. Leadership is how we lead others, not self, but we got to begin with ourselves. Let's have a look. What we came up with in the last Bloom video that I did sketchpad video was that there are five or six things that are pretty important to get the leadership template, right? Firstly, you need a chief aim in your life. And we talked about that at length, your secondary aims. We're not going there today, your success formula, which I'm covering off on the blog. And I'm going to write about that at length and help you develop a success formula here on the sketchpad video for the time being, I nearly forgot what I was doing here on the sketchpad video for now, I'm going to talk about your mindset. Now, everything comes from your head, everything, everything you think, even a sneeze emanates in your mind, I'm going to sneeze in your sneeze. So getting this mindset right is pretty damn important. Your mindset determines how well you sleep, your mindset determines how approachable you are. Your mindset determines how clear you are, how mentally healthy you are, how physically healthy you are, how you handle stress, how you handle everything. So let's try working together for the next few days and maybe even a week to get the mindset of success, correct? As a leader, as a leader. And this is about self-leadership that emanates into other leadership. The police are coming to take me away. Aha! You can hear the noise. So we're going to focus today on mindset, not only mindset, but a winning mindset. What have we talked about before? We've said the mindset that succeeds at work, the goal, setting the problems, shooting everything at work doesn't necessarily work at home, but a winning mindset that one we're going for here works at home and at work. Now that's unique and this is approaching approaching mastery. And I think everything you do in your search for improvement of self needs to be focused on one of these four topics. If you focus on just these four topics, you'll be working on, self-leadership being the best version of yourself, you'll be focused on leading others, the best version of them. And you'll be heading in the direction of your dominant aim in life, which is pretty damn cool. Let's talk about it. Four things, gratitude, presence, certainty and love gratitude for the past presence. Happy to be right here in this moment, doing what you love, loving what you do. That's a mastery certainty of what certainty of what you want to build in the future. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today and I've already addressed it in the success formula on the, on the blog at innerwealth.com and love. Well, some people ask me all gratitude presents. Certainly I get that, but what's love got to do it? And in fact it goes like this. Add a mind that has gratitude is present and has certainty of what it wants of the future. And you will have love. So love is what comes from gratitude, presence and certainty. Let's talk a little bit more right now only about gratitude on this particular Loom video. So we have the four in gratitude. We have to say gratitude for the past is the origin of all mental health and a pretty big driving force of physical health as well because gratitude and the immune system are tied together. 
when not necessarily at this point, it was stood in gratitude for the future. We're interested in gratitude for the past and a benefit of this is that we turn up present. So in other words, gratitude for the past is the instrument that allows us to achieve the second one that opens the gate for presence and presence is what opens the gate for certainty and certainty opens the gate front, conditional love. So gratitude is another word for trust. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. There are four things we need to work on. When we talk about gratitude, one is our feelings and we have to know there is nothing more unreliable in the world than the past and feelings come from the past. How we feel right now is based on what just happened and what just happened is subject to our interpretation. So we must begin by saying, I don't trust my feelings. Second one, your beliefs, your beliefs are the culmination of ingratitude and gratitude from the journey of your life, from the journey of your parents' life, from the journey of the grandparents' life, from the journey of history. So gratitude and ingratitude, emanate from a very long chain of events that that culminate in what you call your beliefs. And we must not trust them. Don't trust your beliefs. They are so ingrained with indoctrination with cultural identification, with a search for ego and identity. So beliefs not worthy of trust projections. When we judge somebody, we project onto them. What we think is right and wrong. And that again is not worthy of your own trust and finally your behavior and the behavior is what you can trust because it really is the, the groundswell or the, or the mark of what you really, really, really think. Now we can change our behavior and therefore change what we think, but we can't think one thing and behave in another way and stay at peace with ourselves that causes an internal war. If I want something and I don't act on it, then I will go to work with myself if I act on something, but don't want it, I will again go to war with myself. So behavior is another thing that I wouldn't dare trust because again, it can be in contradiction to what I really want as my chief aim. So what are you going to trust? I would suggest with this success mindset, you need to trust gratitude and gratitude is something that we can do something about. We know that from the consciousness cone, you've worked on this with me before we know that there are seven levels of the mind and I've categorized them here into four, four chunks, four groups. Gratitude is the base. Gratitude is the base of the pyramid. It's the foundation of your life that you can trust. If you're not thankful for it, it's running your life. If you're thankful for it, it's building energy. Now, no matter what happens, there is a possibility and potentiality to be thankful. If you're not thankful, you can choose to do something about it or go with the flow and drain energy out of your mind and body and spirit, just to be like everybody else. This is not necessarily what I'm advocating in a mindset for a winner. So you've learned so far. If you've done the 30-day challenge and work with me for a while, you've learned a few tools, but let's go over the general ones. The generic tools that are given to people around the world in order to help them deal with their gratitude. Firstly, there's faith in a higher power or God or Allah or a higher energy in the universe that we pray to or we worship. And this faith is a pretty important part of gratitude. It helps people be thankful, even though the situation may not be what they choose. It's sort of what I would call half-thankful. It's hurt. It's crying. It's grieving. It's disappointed. But believing that it was authenticated by a greater power, it still helps. And it originates in the concept of forgiveness discard which I've shared with you is based on the concept of evolution that everything that happens to you evolves you and the purpose nature has, or putting you on earth is to evolve you. So the discard is a way to get gratitude for what's going on and what's gone on and what will go on and in other words, gratitude for the past. But it's based on the belief that that evolution is that the foundation core of all society and all life on earth, if you don't believe that there's the emotional shower, emotional shower is based on the principle of nature, nature's universal laws and nature's universal law. Start off with the first premise that there's two sides to everything. If you can see two sides to everything you can't hold on to in gratitude, there is must be gratitude. 
if you see the silver cloud silver lining in every cloud. So an emotional shower is another opportunity to believe in something that gives you, gives you gratitude. There's the power of attraction and I'm the course of miracles. And innumerable books about the power of attraction, basically presume that we have a relationship with the universe that we control. And therefore, in some sense, we can be grateful for what happens because we caused it. So causation comes from the, the universal concept of a relationship with the universe that we have some art control over. And therefore we need to be grateful for what comes cause in some form or another, it's the universe helping us to go forward. The purpose, our logic and the purpose concept is to say there is a purpose for me being on this earth greater than just me waking up doing a poo and going back to bed again at night with a few more dollars in my pocket. Then yesterday there is a higher purpose that I have. It's your core value and core core, and a sense of purpose. Make it possible to be thankful for what happens to you, no matter what it is, because it is leading you towards a higher purpose. We call this concept a helicopter process, where we can rise up above things that are not easy to handle and say, this helps me achieve my purpose. Again, turning everything, even the shift in our life, turning everything to a state of gratitude. So there's another mindset or another logic process that can help you stay grateful meditation, many people use. And that's just basically trusting the unknown and basically saying there's beauty everywhere. I meditate on beauty. I look for beauty. I search for beauty. I believe in beauty and it's there. And so it's this overriding permeation of life by a concept. Now meditation is really cool and I really love it except it's sometimes a little hard to implement when somebody passes away or we lose our job or we stub our toe, the meditation evaporates. There's not too many people can stay in a state of meditation when the negative information arrives, but it is possible. And you do meet people who can do it, and it takes a bit of practice. So meditation is another way of staying grateful of creating a winning mindset last but not least is the success formula. The one we're working on right now. And that is a belief that there is a way of living, which achieves the things you want in life without sacrifice without, without burnout, without a loss. And this success formula is a combination of all of the, the formulas above. And so I think that you've got a wide range of choices here, and there's probably a lot more, there's probably a lot of therapy, a lot of counseling and maybe even marijuana and, and drugs and alcohol that help us stay grateful when we're not the bottom line of this is that we need to be grateful for everything. Gratitude is the foundation stern of mental health, of mental, of success of the mindset of success. And if we're not thankful for something, we really need to be coached through it and out of it so that we don't repeat it. What, we're not thankful for drains our life. If we don't appreciate what we've got. In other words, if we're not thankful for what we got, we lose it. If you're not thankful what, you're not what you judge, and you're not thankful for you attract. So this is a very powerful beginning to the success mindset. So your leadership is only as trustable as your gratitude is reliable. So an ungrateful, a person who's grateful one day and ungrateful, the next that leadership will not be trusted by others. And you'll be left wallowing in your own soup, trying to work out what in the hell is going wrong with the way you lead. So your leadership is only trustable when your gratitude is reliable. Wow, that's a commitment. The size of your vision determines the size of your life. But gratitude is the fuel that feeds your life. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.